Welcome back to What You'll Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. Good morning, everybody. My name is uh, Adam Jones. Today, we're reviewing Mini Habits, Smaller Habits, Big Results by Stephen... How do you pronounce his surname? Stephen Gies? Guise? I think it's Guise. G-U-I-S-E. Yeah. I think it's... I don't know. Not sure, honestly. But yeah, Mini Habits, Smaller Habits, Big Results. Uh, pretty short book, pretty thin book, 100 pages or so. Yeah. But I really liked it. Yeah, very, very quick read and yeah, definitely makes a lot of sense and I don't know, I've, I've just started a mini habit myself and I think it's something that's very easy to stick to. So Nice. Yeah, hopefully we unpack it in a way that the listeners actually take something up after this episode. Yeah, do a mini habit at the end of this for sure. Yeah. Uh, by way of definition, a mini habit is simply a small positive behavior you force yourself to do every day. Yeah. And it's... Well, he says it's stupid small, just ridiculously small. So don't say, oh, I want to do 20 push-ups every day. Just say, I want to do one push-up. Yeah. So it's, yeah, too small to fail. Like, if you only have to do one push-up, you'll never, ever really fuck that up. Will you it? can't, like... If, you can't fuck that up. If you if you are too busy to do one push-up at one point throughout the day, yep. there's something wrong with you. Yeah, so that's the idea. When <laughs> yeah. you, and then when you build a string of one push-ups or whatever, then you form the habit. Yeah. So I think there's a quote somewhere in the book that... Uh, by Tony Robbins, we are what we do repeatedly or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, uh, that sounds pretty much spot on. No, no, spot on. Yeah, hang on. Um, and yeah, so he says the problem with people, if there's something that you want to change, the problem isn't with people. There's nothing wrong with you, it's the strategy. Yep. So he reckons this is a much better strategy than trying to just go whatever other strategy you use to change your habit. He says the only drawback is it's only for adding a new positive behavior. It's not for removing a negative one. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. So he says, to make changes, you need to stop fighting with your brain. So the whole book just talks about why many habits are, are good for your brain and they and you're not fighting against your brain because when, you, when you're doing that, you have to use yeah. high amounts of willpower, which we'll get into, and that's when you um, you fuck up all your, yeah. Chan- yeah, your chances of making habits. Yeah, definitely. Mate, so, Lao Tzu said, uh, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Yeah, that's right. So that's the... Part one, which is the introduction to mini habits. Yep. So he says, big intentions are worthless if they don't bring about results. Intention yep. without action without action actually harms your self-confidence. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've got these big big goals or whatever and big ideas to make big changes in your life and you actually do nothing about it, it's yeah. you're actually you're better off without that intention in the first place almost. Yeah, exactly. You might be like, you know what? I'm going to get fit, so I'm going to do 200 push-ups today. Mm. But that big intention does not lead to the big result of 200 push-ups. And as you said, if you end up doing uh, 100 push-ups, you failed at yep. your goal, even though 100 push-ups is a lot better than what you did the day before. That's right. Uh, another point, people overestimate their self-control ability. Mm-hmm. And... Another point is doing a little bit is infinitely bigger and better than doing nothing. Yeah, and to follow on from that, doing a little bit every day is better than doing a lot one day. Yeah. So it's better to do one push-up 10 days in a row than 10 push-ups in one day and zero the rest. Yeah, that's right. So he says the statistics show that New Year's resolutions are, you know, you're destined to fail. If you look around, there's so many people coming out with these big ideas after New Year's Day. So... He says from the book, you know, join join the very few who actually take on lasting change. Very nice. We'll talk a little bit about resistance later, but he says that another benefit of the mini habit is that the resistance is not stronger than your willpower mm-hmm. because all you have to do is do one thing. It might be read two pages of a book or it might be write 50 words. Yeah. It's such a small task 
that it takes a little bit of willpower to start, but it's not greater than the, the resistance you're facing. Yeah, so should we talk about what are a few examples of mini habits? Definitely. So if you one, go to minihabits.com, there's a big list of them, but yeah, pull out a yeah, few. Yeah, that's right. So there's um, so one that I've taken on is write, writing 50 words daily. Yeah. So I don't know if the listeners... How much is 50 words? Like two, three sentences? It's not much. Yeah. So yeah, last night, for example, I got home at 9.30 and you know normally I wouldn't, you know, writing would be the very mm. last thing I'd do, but because it was only 50 words, I was like, oh, fuck it, it's fine. It's only 50 words. And it took me like you know, five minutes to do. Yeah. And then I literally closed it and then, um, then yeah, you achieved your goal for the day. Achieved my goal. And then two days before that, I wrote about 500 words. So yeah, yeah. that's it. So that's, uh, it's interesting. He talks about those bonus reps. He says that you can obviously you just have to achieve that minimum goal. But once you've achieved that, if you want to keep going, keep going. But if yeah. you want to stop, stop, you've already achieved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this might be, it might turn into something like eating healthier foods yeah uh, waking up earlier so it might be say yeah read uh, or when you wake up drink one glass of water yeah or eat one piece of fruit or yeah mm. what, what else wake up 10 minutes earlier to read two pages of a book or something yeah just stupid easy things yeah part two of the book is how your brain works he says repetition is the language of your subconscious brain yeah so there's a lot of books that cover that pretty well. So your subconscious brain is actually the, the really the thing running the show. So you want your subconscious brain to be in line with what you're trying to do. Yeah. And many habits and repetition is the way of getting through your subconscious brain. For sure. He says 45% of our behavior is habit. And that's because it's a lot easier and more energy efficient for our brain to tell us to do the same thing we've always done rather than to weigh up all the options and make an, a decision, make an assessment between all those. Yeah. So there's two parts of the brain he talks about. So first is the basal ganglia, and he talks about the prefrontal cortex. But the, the basal ganglia is the part of the brain that repeats patterns uh, unless told otherwise. So the basal ganglia is the thing that helps you keep habits, and there's a study that showed people who got, who got their basal ganglia uh, fucked up, <laughs> for a better word. <laughs> Uh, lost all their lost a lot yep. of their habits and their uh, ability to recognize patterns whereas the prefrontal cortex is really the manager of the ship so that helps you choose your habits so you need your prefrontal cortex to choose the habits you want to bring in your life yep. and the basal ganglia is the thing that delivers it yeah nice i like that uh mate the only, i've got it on on page 28 here mm. i don't even understand it you said <laughs> there's a it's something about a joke I didn't know what the joke was. It says repetition is the, lang- is the language of the subconscious brain. If you repeat it, you won't forget it. And he said that's the first and last brain joke. Did I miss something? I don't get it. <laughs> Should be asking. Well, I'm asking. If you if you repeat it, you won't forget it. If anyone's heard repetition. that joke before or thinks it's a joke, I don't know. <laughs> I've missed it. I think it's a repetition typo. is it's, the language of the subconscious. It's a shocking joke. If it is, I, I... anyway. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. I've missed it. I don't I've know. I don't know. You are. You go down a, a vortex trying to get that joke. I think that's it. And so, as you were talking about the basal ganglia and the prefrontal cortex, it takes time to build these habits. And habits are not easily accessible. You can't just create or destroy one when you want. It's that repetition over time that uh, can um, solidify the habits. Yep. Part three is motivation versus willpower. So he starts the chapter with a quote from the great Jim Rohn emotions will serve will either serve or master depending on who is on char- who is in charge 
Yeah. So I really like this chapter. He shows... Yeah, for sure. He shows a graph of motivation versus willpower. Yeah. And when you have no motivation, you need a lot of willpower. Or when you've got a lot of motivation, you don't need willpower. So on the mm. surface, that might look like a good thing. Motivation is a good thing, which it can be. But what Stephen talks about is it's completely unreliable. You, you can mm. never rely on motivation to get things done. Yeah, and that's his motivation. It's based on feelings and mood and emotions. It's volatile. You can't trust it. You can't. You might have it one time and not have it another time. So, as you say, the the it's it's unreliable. Yeah. You can't just use motivation. So I'm going to motivate myself to do it. So where mo- where our willpower is limited. So we'll go into it in a bit later. Mm. Your willpower is limited throughout the day. You might have fatigue of your willpower. Mm. But where the Trojan horse and mini habits is that. It's such a stupid, small, little task. And getting started is usually takes the oh, most yeah. willpower. Yeah. Then the task is so small, it's such small amount of willpower and it takes no motivation. Yeah, exactly. So that is why you'll keep repeating this task and, and build habits around it. Yeah, such a small amount of willpower. As you said, willpower, you start with, I guess, a certain amount of willpower throughout the day and it gets depleted through effort, uh, perceived difficulty, the negative effects, subjective fatigue, and blood glucose level all affect uh, willpower. Yep. So if you think, we'll probably, I'm probably skipping ahead a little bit, but yeah, so those things all uh, deplete your willpower. And that's a, there's a book called The Paradox of Choice, which we've probably mentioned before, but we haven't done yet. It's something, yep. something worth doing, which is all about the uh, decision fatigue and f- fatigue of willpower, ego depletion. Yeah. Yep. He says that the... The act of forming the habit is curiously emotionless, and that lack of enthusiasm mm. is actually a positive sign. Yeah, for sure. Let's get into part four, the strategy of mini habits and those uh, willpower things I was talking about. Effort, perceived difficulty, negative effect, subjective fatigue, and blood glucose levels. So the effort that you think it takes is going to reduce your willpower. If you think it's a high amount of effort is required... Yep then your willpower will be diminished. But because it's so easy, you're saying that counteracts that. Like it's one push-up or read two pages. The effort is so minimal that it doesn't matter. Next was uh, perceived difficulty. So that is a big uh, drainer on your willpower. But because it's easy and the hardest part is getting started, then it has has very little effect on your willpower also. Yeah, subjective fatigue. He says that... Yes, you might be tired, you might have had a long day, and there's always going to be some amount of subjective fatigue. Uh, you can't eliminate that, but at the end of the day, again, it's so simple that yep. fucking suck it up. <laughs> and blood glucose levels, uh, many habits, he says, is the best chance at taking action. You can, uh, yep. If you get home like I did last night with you know without having dinner or anything like that, you can, you can, it's just so easy. You just smash it out yep. and then that's it. Man, I just realized I missed one. I skipped that. That was my fault. Yep. Negative effect. So he says <laughs> that like, if you think something's going to have a negative effect, then you won't do it. Um, but obviously, because you're adding a positive behavior, that um, counteracts that. Yeah, love it. He says that uh, mini habits expand your comfort zone. Yeah. So you better. So he says your better version of yourself is just outside your comfort zone. Yeah. And he, he thinks that. Well, he talks about the analogy of a cat in the snow. Yep. <laughs> he says it was too. So it's sort of like you've got your your comfort zone, and one option to improve yourself is to just sprint outside the comfort zone and try and get to that new self. 
but then you're going to run back in because it's too far out. Whereas the mini habit, you take one step out yeah. each time and come back. And so it gradually expands it. So the cat was, he wanted to see if the cat liked the snow. Yeah, so he got the cat. <laughs> so he picked up his cat. He really did this. <laughs> no, I hope not. And uh, I he, just threw his, he just launched his cat <laughs> into, <laughs> into the middle of the snow. And then the cat kind of, because cats don't really lock water, as we know, so the cat kind of shut itself and then sprinted back to safety yeah. where the house was. So, but then later they put the cat and just on the edge of the snow, what the, the cat kind of did, he got curious, kind of edged on the snow and then started slowly walking out into the middle. So, yeah, it's a good analogy for how if you try to go too far out of your comfort zone, you might go running back for safety. Yes. Yeah. Whereas yeah. many habits is taking small steps outside every day kind of Love thing. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah. That's a good example, good so, analogy. Yeah, he says smart willpower management is the key to personal development as smart money management is the key to financial success. Yeah, that's awesome. The um, the worst case scenario of adding a mini habit is that you don't do those bonus reps. The worst case scenario is every day you do the bare minimum and that's still a win. Mm. So that's. But he says that the benefit is that uh, using Newton's laws... Um, Newton's laws of physics, first law, an object at rest will stay at rest unless acted on by an external force, and an object in motion will not change its velocity unless an external force acts upon it. So it's saying that when you're sitting on the couch, it's hard for you to get that motion to get on the floor and do one push-up. But you're saying once you're already down there, you've done the hardest part. You're in the position, you've already done one, you're ready to go. So if you want to do two or three more, do two or three more. If you think you want to do ten more, keep going. But the, the hardest part is getting off the couch, going from rest to in motion. Yeah, 100%. And Newton knows his shit. Part Newton, five. <laughs> man, I just saw on uh, a Facebook, man. Apparently, he was a virgin. Died a virgin. No fucking way. Poor bloke. Nah. But he was a genius. He was a closet. Oh, was he? Oh, well, you can't go through your whole life without... <laughs> Mate, he was dedicated to science and shit. Jeez. <laughs> Resistance? Well, oh, those are cat in the, the those are where the cat yeah. in the snow. But let's. The, so there's two there's two moments of resistance. So there's res, resistance before you take action, and there's resistance to do more. So as we said, the resistance before you take action is because you're at rest, uh, and then it, the resistance to do more is because once you're in it, you might not want to do more. But again, he says once you've done it, that's if you achieve your goal, that's good. Yep. Part five of the book is the mini habits difference. Yep. It starts with a quote from Lao Tzu, which is... Sun Tzu. Sun, Sun Tzu. Yeah. Is it, Lao Tzu was the uh, previous one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. One, they're all similar names, these um, old fucking Chinese martial <laughs> artists. Victorious warriors win first and then go to war, while defeated warriors go to war first and then seek to win. Nice. So he's just talking here about the importance of having your wins early, your constant yep. wins, and then, then go to... Go to <laughs> Maybe not go to war, but... <laughs> yeah, fucking go to war. Yeah, fucking go to war. <laughs> so he says mini habits are a self-efficacy generating machine. You get started... You can get started with pretty much zero self-efficacy. Yeah, and you build it as you go. And self-efficacy is your um, belief that you can influence an outcome. So maybe at the start you think you can't do anything, you can't change anything. But once you start doing these mini habits, your self-efficacy will grow and grow and then you realize that you do have the power. Yeah, so if you're using a calendar system or something like that for your mini habit and you look at the wall and you've got 35 crosses on it, then you, you, start, you start feeling pretty confident in yourself to be able to, to do things and have control on, on the habits you put into your life. Yeah, spot on. Part six, 
is Eight Small Steps to Big Change. Starts with a sick quote by Roger Van Ook. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Uh, or if the pronunciation is any, anywhere near. But he says, if you don't execute your ideas, they die. Now, this is one that's come up a, a fair bit in a, a lot of the recent books we've uh, we've been talking about. And that once you get that idea and that inspiration, fucking go for it then and there. Do it then and there. Otherwise, it's going to die. Yeah. It'll just... Inspiration is perishable. Yeah. Love it. Step one of the eight... Choose your mini habits and habit plans. So get your prefrontal cortex in, it, in on this one and yep. choose consciously <laughs> choose what you want to bring in your life. And because, you know, we are the habits. We are pretty much all our habits. So if you've got a bunch of good habits in your in your day, then you, um, yeah, you're more likely to get to where you want to go. Yeah, nice. And he talks about the plan. You can either pick one mini habit and just do that or you can have multiple. But he says don't do more than four. So you can have between one and four. Don't go more than four or you'll just, you just get overwhelmed. Yep. And there's two ways... I think this is this section. There's two times you can do it. You can either use an activity to prompt you to do it or you can use a time to prompt you to do it. Yep. So it might be as soon as you finish eating breakfast, you do one push-up, something that's regular every day. Or if you've got a pretty structured day, it might be at 3 p.m. every day, you stand up from your desk and go for a walk around yep. the block or something. Love it. Uh, step two was... Use your why drill on each mini habit. Mini habit. Yeah. So, so understand your why, why you want them, why you want to bring these things in your life. And he says drill down with those whys. So it might be, um, again, I'm, I should get the proper example here. But he says keep asking why until you get to that deeper reason. I've yep. lost it. But yeah, so it might be like, uh, I want to do one push-up. Why? Because I want to be fitter. Why? Because I'm not happy with the way I look. Why? Because I can't pick up chicks. Why? Yep. Because I'll die alone. Like that's, <laughs> that make sense. That's just me speaking. That sounds from the heart, mate. Yeah, <laughs> kind of felt that one, man. <laughs> but yeah, so keep drilling down yeah. from those surface levels to that deeper reason. Step three was to find your habit cues, which you've uh, oh, eloquently fuck, already. <laughs> yeah. So habit cues, when you want to do it, do you want to do it after an activity or a certain time or just whenever the fuck you want? Yeah. Step four, <laughs> Create your reward plan. Uh, pretty much anything that delivers a reward to the brain is addictive. Mm. So you want to, these addictive behaviors after your uh, your mini habit. So you might be eating your little, you know, your Magnum Ego every day. You might, as, <laughs> but you might as well have that after you do your mini habit. So yeah. reward yourself. It doesn't have to be bad for your health, but uh, he says reward yourself for, for completing your mini habits. Yeah, I was just speaking to... An author, she said that she has gummy bears, and so whenever she finishes her task, she gets one gummy bear. So she one was gonna... gummy bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you just feel like more. <laughs> that's what, mate, I'm surprised she only does one. But mm. yeah, so that's her reward after doing her habit. Yeah, good on her. Step five is write um, everything down. So this can be, as we mentioned before, you can use a big calendar. Yeah. But you, yeah, you basically just want to track your habit. And yeah. He's got some digital. Um, digital apps for this one called lift for ios which i downloaded yep. i was reading this and it's a pretty pretty handy yeah. handy app and the one for android is called habit streak plan he recommends i think they're, they're, they're both free they're pretty good because they can just remind you at you know 8 p.m every night mm. of the habit and then when it's Do just that. if it's something as small as one push-up or something you go, fuck you could be in the middle of the movie cinemas and just yeah. do one push-up. <laughs> yeah. you got no excuse. No excuse. Yeah. I like that. And that, the thing is, if you've got a, either a physical where, you've, where you're crossing it off or a digital where you can see the streak, hmm. you want to keep that streak going. If you've done 60 days in a row, you don't want to fucking miss it and no. start from one again. You want yeah. to keep it going. Yeah, definitely. Step six is think small. So make sure it's all small. Yeah. Uh, step seven, 
meet schedule and drop high expectations. Yep. Step eight, watch signs of habit, but be careful not to jump the gun. Yeah, so he's saying that once you've been doing this over and over and you know, it might, two, three months later, you might feel like it is a habit and it feels weird not to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but So once it becomes a habit, you don't have to track it anymore, but he's saying be careful though. Yep. Make sure it is fully ingrained first. Yep. Phenomenal. Um, Part seven, eight mini habit rules. We'll just fly through this. I'd never cheat. Never cheat. So you, you might, he says you might secretly, you might have a mini habit, but secretly you, you know, you, yeah, having only 50 words, but secretly you, you want a 1,000 words per day. Yeah. you got to let yourself have 50 yeah. words or you got to let yourself do one push-up and that's enough. And you might just have seven days of one push-up. Yeah. But then after a while, because you got the habit, you might it might turn into something much bigger than that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, rule two, be happy with all progress. Yep. Rule three, reward yourself often, especially after a mini habit. Yep. Star, rule four, stay level-headed. Rule five: If you feel resistance, go smaller. So if it, yeah. if it's, there's any amount of difficulty or, if it, or if, extra yeah. willpower, just go smaller. Make it easier. If you say oh, I want to read two pages of a book, and you think, "Fuck me, two pages is so much," yeah. just read one paragraph. Yeah, yeah. And step six: Remind yourself how easy. Yeah, it is easy. Then here it talks. In the, this is where I was sold on many habits because whoever mentioned my favorite book of all time or yeah. top two. Alan Carr, The Easy Way to Stop Smoking, then I fucking love the yeah. book. So <laughs> He's, he won you over there. If I, I don't know if I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, but this book is an absolute joke, Alan Carr. So it's with it, it takes smokers from thinking that uh, they can't quit, and then you read the book, and then all of a sudden you quit smoking at the click of a fingers. It makes smoking that quitting smoking that easy. It's an it's an absolute joke. I don't know how it works still. <laughs> But but he, he says many habits is like that. So what Alan Carter does in his book, it's just constant repetition that smoking is easy, quitting smoking is easy, quitting smoking is easy. And then by the end of the book, you actually believe that and then you just, day one, it's a piece of piss. Yeah. So many habits, the same kind of thing. If you keep doing your habit and it's easy, like 50 words a day, yeah. you'll start believing that writing is easy, writing yeah. is easy, 50 words is easy. And then after a while... It's, yeah. uh, that is also a piece of piss. You know how that... Yeah, that's it. And you're like, well, I'm writing every day, so it must be easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. Cool stuff, man. You got any more on the book? Uh, rule seven, never think a step is too small. Rule eight, put extra energy and ambition towards bonus reps, not a bigger requirement. So he's saying that if you feel like you want to step it up, keep your goal as one push up, but maybe say, maybe put the extra energy at the time for, to going for three or going for five, but don't set three or five as your new minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Cool, man. Fucking Mini sweet habits. Book. So what's your mini habit, mate? Writing yeah, 50 I'm, words a day for now? I'm doing writing 50 words a day and, mate, I'm, I'm completely sold on this mini habit idea. Yeah. Absolutely sold on it. It is good. I really think it is. The only thing is I want to like pick like 20 and do 20. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to, I need to find three or four. But yeah, if you as long as you're choosing something in your life and, and uh, we kind of challenged our readers, listeners at the start, uh, if you... Like the book, buy it. But more importantly, if you just install one mini habit after listening to this, then that's probably even even better. Yeah, spot on. And uh, yeah, love it. So, man, are we going to sing the, the song of the habit? The habit song? The habit song. Mini habits. That's right, motherfucker, VG, rapping here. <laughs> 
smaller habits, bigger results, Stephen Gatto. Introduction to the mini habits. What you gonna do when you gonna fuck you? <laughs> Make a small positive behavior change and force do it, do it every day. Do a little bit, little, little bit, motherfucking little bit. That's it, gotta rub that. Don't do a hundred push-ups. Just do one, you fucking pussy. Just do one. Build on your muscle. Build on your muscle. Grab the clock and shoot at the people. <laughs> Eight steps through big change. Choose your mini habit. Drill down on the wire. Cue those habits. Define your rewards. Write everything down. Think small. Make your schedule. And watch out for signs of a habit. That's right, motherfucker.